Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, this is Rob Moore and welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast and live feed video. Now, if you're watching, check this out. We've got some brand new podcast gear. And if you're listening, this might sound a bit different because we've got some brand new podcast gear. Isn't that exciting? Okay, so in this episode, something a little bit different is 10 ways to get more organic reach, more followers, more fans, more customers, on your social media platforms or general media platforms. Now, I wrote a blog about this and it was pretty successful relatively to me. I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest influencer in the world, but it went pretty good. So I thought I'd share with you 10 ways to get more followers, fans and reach on your media. Now, step zero before step one is the following, and that is you need to have all your media profiles and platforms set up. Now, I recently set up accounts on uh, Medium, for example. I haven't been on there, on Reddit. Uh, and I thought, what social media platforms seem to have good reach am I not on? Because I'll be missing people who use those platforms. You know, we all assume, don't we, the one that we use a lot, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram, we assume everyone's on that profile, but only people we know are on that profile. Many other people are on different profiles. I've definitely upped my LinkedIn game, uh, signed up for their premium package and I've upped my LinkedIn game. Uh, are you on YouTube? Are you on Snapchat? Are you on Pinterest? So step step zero is making sure you have all of these platforms set up, a profile well populated. Now, a couple of tips to do this pretty easily is you focus on one of your main platforms. So at the moment, I'm doing a live feed here to the Unlimited Success Group and I'm doing a podcast. So I'll focus on lives and podcasts. And then we have Harry who sat opposite me who manages the tech side of the podcast he has a, a, a team of editors and transcribers so harry could take this audio he could send it over to a transcriber or convert it into a written form which could be a blog or a chapter for a book um, he'll, he could also edit the audio down into little segments for things like soundcloud or if he wanted to do an audio and um, sort of trailer if you like we can take this video and we can take the best minute hopefully there's better more than just one good minute of content but he can take the best minute and put it on Instagram. He takes the entire video and puts it on YouTube. So if you don't have all of these profiles, then you can't populate them all. And what you do is you focus on the main one or two that you enjoy, that you're good at. Some people are better at the written word. Some people like to really highly edit their stuff. People like me, I just like to roll with it. I hate being scripted. I just like to free flow and ad lib. So the formats I use, the podcast, the live feeds suit me. Um, now, you could get an outsourcer to take your um, content from, say, Facebook. Let's say you're mostly on Facebook. Let's say all your pictures and photos and 
posts and you know all the, the videos that you've done in the past are there. You give it to an outsourcer and you say, hey, can you populate that on, on Instagram? Hey, can you populate that on LinkedIn? Can you set me up a Medium account? There's two other review sites I've just set up recently. I'll have to find them and let you know what they are. And you populate your profiles. There's nothing worse when you find or search or follow someone and there's no photo and there's nothing on that media because you just think it's either a fake profile or you don't think they're serious. So you just want to make sure it's populated. That's step zero. That might take you, you know, a few days to set up. I'd go and do them all now. We'll get your outsourcer to do it. Then once you have that, you have the trickle down effect. So the trickle down economics effect is money coming down through the system and benefiting the lower people um, through the revenue that the higher people generate. Uh, And so it is with your profiles. If you have books, companies, if you have courses, if you have material, audio programs, whatever it is, products that you offer, information, then when they find you on your social media, you filter through and they land on your company websites, opt into your nurture sequences, buy your products and services, they book one-to-ones with you. So having all those assets beneath them, that's why I write books, that's why I do podcasts, that's why we repurpose our podcasts onto, we're on SoundCloud now, are we? We're on Amazon Alexa, we will be soon. Is it Lipsyn, are we on that now? Yep, so we're trying to make sure that our podcast isn't just on Stitcher and iTunes, which is what it was originally on, because people use different media. Now you can go on to, or you will be able to go onto Amazon on your little speaker and talk into it and say, play Rob's Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast, and I will be in your ears by the side of your bed. <laughs> all right then, so once you've populated all your profiles, step one then is to post consistently. Better to post three times a week every week forever than 15 times a day for five days and then never at all. You need to get your post volume up consistently. And there's a few reasons for this, not just the obvious. The obvious is if you post consistently, people see you, they there's familiarity with you. They, they're almost programmed in their mind that you post on Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 8.30. They're ready, they're waiting. Unconsciously, they want to tune into you. Of course, as long as your content is good, which is um, coming up soon. But it's also for the algorithms and it's also for the different times of day that people use social media. So... I mostly post uh, my videos in the morning, but I know a a few of my followers who love my work who don't get up at that time and they only follow me at night. So if I only post it in the morning, I lose all of those. That's number one. The next thing is the reach is so random. Like, I I wonder if I can get it up for you for the livers, but sometimes I I can do a post. And so I've got nearly 30,000 people who follow me on my Facebook page, you know, which is good. Not, Not the biggest in the world, not the worst in the world. I'm, you know, I'm happy with it. So let's have, but sometimes I'll do a post and the reach will be 1500 people. So I've got, th- I've got 28,000 people who follow me, yet my post will only go to 15,000 uh, or 5,000. So let's have a look here. Let's have a look at the reach. Let's just go through some reach. So this one here, which I posted this morning, has reached 15,777 people. But that was posted this morning. So that's reached. Um, now, I was going to say that's reached half my followers, but it actually won't have. It would have reached some people who aren't even following me. The, one, this one here had 4,332 people reached. Now, get this. This is weird. 1,700 views from 4,332 reached. 251 views from 15,771 reached. Some of my posts reached 200,000 people. Some of them reached 1,500 people. So, 
the social media platforms, you know, I don't know the algorithms. No one knows them other than the powers that be. They are playing with and gaming your reach. They'll give some posts that they like more reach, that they don't like less reach. So you think you post once a day and everyone sees it. No, no, no. If you posted nine times a day, everyone who follows you wouldn't see it. And some people who don't follow you would see it. So that's another reason why you need to get the consistency of the posting up to, to get your videos, posts, content seen by more people because those reach figures are very random. All right then, so next point. Uh, also with um, consistency breeds familiarity with fami fami familiarity, put your teeth back in, builds trust. So consistency builds trust. I'll tell you what stopped me posting consistently in the early days was I used to think people would get annoyed with so much content. But Grant Cardone posts, what, every hour or so, I think at one point he said on Twitter, and my friend Yanni, who runs Yanimize, he has a million followers on Instagram. He says he posts about nine times a day. So me, about three times a day, I need to up my game. Also, different times of the day gets different amounts of followers, fans reach different groups, etc. So for me, 8.30 in the morning often gets the best views, sometimes eight at night, but weirdly Friday, Saturday, Sunday, not as many views. Uh, and also some groups that aren't as active I'll, I'll post videos in there to get them more active. So I did my 5am club post, which has gone pretty wild in the unlimited success community because I wanted to get more people engaged in that community. And that got two and a half thousand views, which in that group is huge. But weirdly, that group's got, what, nearly 15,000, I think, 12 to 15,000 members. Yet it might have a quarter of the posts as my disruptive entrepreneur community with 8,000 members. So we've got our progressive community with 17,500 members. And that has way more posts, engaging comments than another group with 30,000 members. So you always want to be looking at where the reach, where the engagements, the comments, the shares are. Uh, and, you know, you want to try and get your groups, get your videos more engaged and active and debated and commented on, which is coming soon. All right, so number two then is repurposing your content multimedia. So you can see here in our, with our fancy new podcast gear that I'm doing a podcast and a live feed at the same time. I sometimes do that, I sometimes don't. If I did the same content at the same time across all media, then all of you who follow me on all media, you're going to get bored. So, so you've got to be consistent, but surprise a little too. So I'm only doing this live feed to one particular community and then it's a podcast. So I'm not doing it in the disruptive entrepreneur community. Otherwise, they've seen the video before they listen to the podcast. Once the podcast comes out, I'll then share the podcast on other platforms and in other groups. So we'll take this live feed video and maybe repurpose it onto YouTube and maybe repurpose a minute onto Instagram, like I said earlier. But you want to get into the habit of focusing on the one, two or three social media platforms that you like, that you enjoy working on. You know, some people are like, oh, well, it's all about video now. Video is best. Well, if you don't like video, don't do video. If you're an introvert, do podcasts. Podcasts are perfect for introverts. So do the platform that you like, that you're going to do, that you're going to enjoy, that you're going to do consistently, and then repurpose that on all the other media. If you're not so comfortable with doing a 25-minute video, then do a one-minute video and, and build yourself up. Now, Instagram, you can only do one-minute videos. So for those of you who can't talk for 30 minutes an hour or 47 hours like I can, then do a one minuter and make sure that you drip feed your content across all platforms. So what I mean by drip feed is don't just post them all at the same time. Do the pod This podcast episode will come out in a few days. Um, this video is in this group. So after the podcast, we'll share the podcast in other groups. And then we might start sharing the videos over the next few weeks. Because if you follow me on LinkedIn and you get the video and the audio at the same time, 
it's boring because it's two, two different formats, but you might get this on LinkedIn in a few weeks, for example. Okay, number three then, to get more organic reach, followers, fans, likes, shares, is ask, but not too much. So if you ask after every video and after every piece of content, every five minutes, please share my work, please share my work, I haven't got many followers, I need more likes, please, please help me, I'm useless and rubbish. No one's going to do it. I see people who post and they put, please like, comment and share before the post. But you don't know what you like or what you want to comment on or what you'll share until you've read or consumed the content. So the smart play here is to give the content first. And then at the end, you say something like, if you thought this was useful to you and you know other people that this content can really help, please share. I want to help them. Please help me help them share away. You have my permission. And if you say something like that at the end of good content, people are much more likely to share it and they're going to do it more of their free will rather than feel like they're being told. If you say, please like and comment and share at the end of every video, please pass this on to people you think you, that, that could benefit from this. At the end of every piece of content, they'll tune out because, you know, like, oh, well, I don't listen to it. Just like you don't listen to ads on podcasts or whatever. So... I would save your request for likes and shares on videos and content that you really want shared or you really feel could be shared. I'll give you an example. I've done a few pieces of content on depression and dealing with depression as an entrepreneur and, you know, maybe some mental health challenges and beating yourself up and feeling alone. And at the end of one of those I did, I just said, look, I think there are a lot of people that are struggling on this as well. I know I was and we feel alone. If you could share this, you could really make the difference in someone's life. Would it be OK if you share it to help them? It would also help me too. I'd be very grateful. And I got about a 600 percent increase in my average organic number of shares. So that clearly worked. But if I did that plea at the end of every video, especially if it wasn't meaningful like that, you'd just be like, whatever, Rob. And you wouldn't even hear it anymore. You just become immune. So ask for likes, comments and shares, but only when you've earned the right, build some goodwill and use it sparingly. Okay, number four then, post good content. What content do people want? So I have made some ranty posts recently, which most people have agreed with and a few people have got pissed off about because uh, I've mentioned that I don't think people want to see photos of your food and I don't think people um, care what time you get up in the morning and people don't want to be filled like, made to be filled like a loser, made to be filled. Made to be felt like a loser if they only get up at 6am and they're not in the 5am club or the 4am club. So um, what content could you put out there that's not just look at me, look at my food, look at what time I get up. Now, look, if you're a celebrity, people will be interested in that. But my guess is most people listening are not A-list celebrities. Also, if you're just using social for social, I mean, why are you watching this and listening to this if you just use social for social? If you just use it to, you know, pout and to post and what, you, what you're doing, who am I to say? Tell me to piss off. But, um, you know, if you follow me, and as you know, I use social media to give value. I use social media to help you get ahead in business, make more money, free up your time, get your startup and your scale up better leveraged. This is what I help you do. You don't care what I'm wearing, what I'm eating, where I'm going, unless it gives you value. You can learn from what I did. You can get vicarious experience. If I make mistakes, you probably don't care. But if I can tell you how not to make the same mistakes, you probably do care. So why don't you turn the this is me and this is what I did posts into this is me and this is what I learned. This is what I did. This is what I learned. This is where I went. This is what I learned. If you tag onto your post, this is what I learned, then I think you'll get uh, much more engagements, comments, likes and shares. Because let's be honest, 
Likes, comments, followers, fans and shares are going to grow our business, grow our reach. They also make us feel good. You know, you feel a bit there and a bit lame if you post up there and no one likes or shares it. So you're either going to do it to expand your reach, exposure and business or it'll just make you feel better. All right. So number four then continued is good content. Now, good content is content people want. But what people want is different. So what someone who follows a celebrity wants is probably pictures of them half naked or pictures of them uh, pouting or pictures of behind the scenes, pictures of a set behind, you know, isn't it cool if you follow an actor and you see behind the scenes, you know, the actual set or, you know, you see their green room. That's kind of cool. But, you know, so a celebrity doesn't have to go. These are the 15 things I learned behind my set. They don't need to. So you've got to think, what do my followers and fans, my customers, what do they perceive as good content? And then we give it to them. So most of my followers, fans, customers, they want to learn. They want information. And often people follow me as well because they feel that like I'm a little bit more interesting or a bit more ranty or uh, uh, maybe I have a little I'm a little bit more um, motivational or inspirational or funny or whatever. I'm not. These are not my words. These are things that people say to me. I try and put a different flavor on the usual bland, boring information, the dry, boring blogs. But then conversely, I try not to be like all the American, you know, hustle, hustle, grind, 4 a.m. club kind of stuff as well. So have something that's a bit different about you. Know what your market wants and give it to them. So in my market, people like seven tips, 10 tips, five ways. They like um, systems and strategies and templates and checklists. They like little ways of, um, you know, achieving more in less time. They like time management, life management, emotional management. They like making money. They like marketing, branding, etc. I've just launched my new podcast course um, and we've got 63 people who are doing my first course. I only plan to do one um, and we've got 63 in the first one and uh, uh, we've sold out. And we might have to do a second one. Um, so people now are following me on my podcast to learn how to do podcasts. Danielle has just said, I follow you for the swears. Well, you can fuck off. So there you go. All right. Um, does, does this mean we have to have an E now on our episode? We'll get away with it. All right. So if you're, if you're still not sure what content your followers want, ask them. So I'm going to ask you now if you're live. So what kind of information are you most interested in me sharing? If you're listening, then message me or put it on my Facebook page, my forward slash Rob Moore Progressive. Just come and post on there and say, hey, Rob, I'm interested in you telling me how to do this. Hiring, you know, have, dealing with conflict, marketing, sales, you know, whatever, making more money. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm I care in what you want me to share with you. So go on my Facebook page and just make a post or private message me. And while you, those of you who are watching do the same thing, what, do, what would you most like me to share with you that's going to make the biggest difference in your business, in your life, merging your passion profession? What problems are you having right now? Starting your business, scaling your business. What problems are you having in your job that I could maybe help you with? What are you struggling with emotionally, financially, you know, from your energy perspective? Why are you not inspired? You know, do you want to write your book? Do you want to write more articles? Post below and I will, and post on my Facebook page, I'll read them. And then if any are relevant to the rest of my group, I will give you content on that as long as I know how to do it and I've done it. So that's called crowdsourcing. It's a great way to get content. The best way to get followers, fans, reach, likes, shares, customers, and loads of money is to ask your market what they want and give them exactly what they want. Ask them what their biggest problems are and solve them quickly, easily, make life faster, easier, better, and more convenient for them. Airbnb solved that problem with hotels, maybe getting a bit lazy and getting a bit expensive. Uber solved that with black tags, 
cabs maybe getting a bit dirty and the service going down and you know yeah the, the, the simple you know like i love the fact that i can charge my phone when i'm in an uber and i get a bottle of water because always, i'm always thirsty those little things are worth paying an extra couple of quid for i love the fact that i could it can pick me up where where i want and it can come and get me rather than me having to wait and flag it down i love the fact that you can get a lugs or an exec you can get the different levels of quality depending on how you feel if you want to turn up to an important meeting you get the lux you know if you just need to get a short distance you might get the exec or you might just get the standard or you can get the sharing one. So this is better service. Step five, which is going to be the last one on this episode. Uh, before we do the last one, step six is rants. Some of my rants have been getting more and more popular. You have to um, have to give you a little bit of a warning before you do rants. Step seven is newsjacking and trending. Step eight is the anti-popular strategy. Step nine or strategy nine is running competitions and giveaways. And then 10 is engaging with and partnering with influencers. So I'm going to do those last five in the next episode. So let's finish this episode on five, which is gearing your content to the platform. So on my podcast, as I'm doing it now, we can do 15 minute caffeine casts or 10 minute. We can do 30 minute episodes. Um, we just call these the DE episodes, the Disruptive Entrepreneur episodes like this. I can do a one hour or one and a half hour interview. I can take the podcast anywhere with me in the world. We don't have to have it highly edited. And that format works really well. With this live feed, normally on live feeds, I do push the boundaries a bit of going over 20 minutes. But live feeds, probably best time is sort of three to 10 minutes. If you do it less than three, you don't quite get the reach. The longer you are on, the more likes you get, the more reach you get. And of course, when you start, not everyone has scrolled to find you. So if you've done a few minutes, then people will find you and find you and find you. Over half an hour, it might be long for someone to just stop and stay on a live feed. Um, then for Instagram, it's got to be one minute. So it's got to be fast, fast, fast. All this 5 a.m. club bollocks. Get up whatever time you want. All those people posting on Facebook at 5 a.m. Telling everyone they've got up at 5 a.m. Doing no work at 5 a.m. When they could be doing work at 5 a.m. Making you feel like a loser for getting up at 6 a.m. When in fact, you might get more work done at 6 a.m. Than they get done at 5 a.m. So get up when you want. That might be the sort of Instagram. I might have to put a few F-bombs in there to make that more Instagram focused. Now, if I, if I put that on LinkedIn, hmm, that's probably not going to go down so well. So I might want to be more corporate, more commercial, more business focused and more well written, more well edited, for example. So you want to gear your content to the platform. If you, you know, those, those um, image quotes that are motivational, they're good for Instagram, they're good for Pinterest. They don't seem to work quite so well for other social media profiles and platforms. There's the review type one. So you've got the medium and the, I keep forgetting the name of the other two we've signed up to. Um, but, you know, start post reviews on some of the review sites because they get good SEO and organic reach. The style of your blogs. Um, I find with blogs, um, uh, step one, step two, step three, step four, step five. Five ways to, seven ways to works really well. Now, I don't know if you ever go on a blog and there's loads of ads and it takes ages to load. And it says seven ways to grow your organic reach on social media. And there's a massive long intro and 14 ads before you get to point one, two, three, four and five. I find that really annoying. So I think when you write blogs, write seven steps to and five tips to, but get them there really quickly. Uh, you know, don't ping them with a million ads. Just, you know, that's, that's the way I feel. Not everyone might feel the same way. Um, YouTube, much faster, much faster. I wouldn't be able to do a video this long in YouTube, although we do repurpose these into YouTube. But, um, you know, I need to up my YouTube game. Um, you can do, on Reddit, you can do AMAs and ask me anything. Ask me anything on the right platforms are great. 
So if I do an ask me anything in some of my uh, Facebook communities, I'll get hundreds of questions, you know, in a 30 minute video because I'm, you know, being accessible to my followers and fans. So that can be a really great format. So think about the format of your content and it working for your audience. Now, if you're a cake decorator, then Pinterest and Instagram are great because they're very visual. LinkedIn, probably not so good, for example. All right, so thanks for tuning in. Let me just remind you of what's going to come up in a part two. I'd intended this to be a one-parter, but I kind of get carried away. So um, six is going to be rants. I'm going to teach you how to rant well Get, um, if you rant well, your, your content will go wild compared to normal non-ranty posts. Number seven is news tracking and chen- news tracking and trending, news jacking and trending. So how to leverage the emotion that's already there. Eight is the anti-popular. Nine is running competitions and giveaways. And then 10 is engaging and partnering with influencers. And then I've got a few things to summarize for you. So that's going to be part two. I hope you found this useful. Now, if you're watching and listening, there's just two things I think you need to make sure you're doing. If you watch me, but you don't listen, you need to follow me on the Disruptive Entrepreneur podcast. So then when you're in the gym, when you're in the car, you know, when you're out and about, you can get this information to you and leverage your time better. So you just need to search Disruptive Entrepreneur on iTunes or Stitcher. Now, if you're listening, you don't need to do that because you're already doing that. But you probably want to find some of my videos, um, you know, where you can engage with me, when you can, where you can ask questions, where you can tell me where you're from, where I can give you content that you want, where, you know, I can specifically help you. And um, the best place for that is on my Facebook page. And that's just forward slash Rob More Progressive. Um, I don't sell on these pro- uh, profiles and platforms. Uh, just give a lot of value to help you. I want to uh, build a community. I want to get you um, starting and scaling your business, your passion, your profession merge. Uh, and hey, you know, if you like me, we'll do some more business in the future. Thanks for tuning in.